Okay, I'm back, Stephen Key here, and today I'm gonna to talk about how to land the licensing deal of your dreams. Now, maybe not your dreams, but I wanna talk about how to land that licensing deal because all the time I get these calls from, from inventors that they, they get really close, but something falls apart or they've submitted an, their idea to a company and for some reason they're not getting back or they're getting so close to the deal, but they cannot just tip it over. So what is happening? Why are people, I don't know, why are they not having fun with this? And why are they excited about this? And why are they so nervous about this? But why aren't they landing the deal? And I, first of all, I want to say congratulations. If you're watching this YouTube channel, we have over, I don't know, over what? Over 700 videos, so keep on watching it. But today, how to land that deal. If you've done everything right and you've come up with a great idea, you, you've solved a problem that a lot of people have and you, you found a potential licensee, you went to their website, you looked at it very carefully and you looked at the whole product line and it's a good fit. Now, I don't want you to look for that submit button. I know everybody does. You're looking for how can I submit the idea or what? where's the email that I can send my idea to? Slow it down. What I want you to do is go over to LinkedIn. We, we've talked a little bit about LinkedIn through some of these videos, but go to LinkedIn, make sure you have a great profile and reach out to that company through LinkedIn. Even if they have a portal, who cares about that portal? I think the portal is for people that are just starting out. I don't think companies license a lot of ideas through the, those portals. So what you wanna do, it's really, really simple, reach out to one of those companies that you think it's a good fit. Make sure it's a good fit, would you please? because I hear a lot of complaints from companies that you're sending them things that just don't make sense. So make sure it's a good fit. But once you do, and you send this little note to them, hi, I'm a product developer. I live in Lake Tahoe. My name is Stephen Key, and I've got this idea that I think is gonna be great for your product line. Are you, uh, do you participate in open innovation? Do you work with outside inventors? And if it's you, fantastic. If not, could you direct me to the right person? you're really asking for permission. Now, I went through a script really, really quickly. I've got a book called Licensing. James, put up on the screen. Licensing ideas using LinkedIn. We've got over 15 scripts. Doesn't matter, it's simple. Don't sell, don't put a link. Don't tell them you've got a billion dollar idea. Don't tell them you're gonna make them rich. Don't tell them you're going to change the industry. Don't do any of those things. What you wanna do is ask for permission to submit your idea and get to the right person. But once you do, because we're talking about how to land the licensing deal, and this is the part of it, finding the right company that makes sure it's the right fit, being, being smart when you reach out, don't go through the portal like an amateur would. You're doing all the things to line up for the deal. It all just kind of stacks up for you to get ready for the big deal. All right, so, you reach out to the company, someone in sales, maybe someone in marketing. It takes a couple weeks, maybe, maybe not, maybe one day, I don't know. But they get back to you and they, they really wanna see what you have. They tell you, yes, we do work with inventors and yes, we like to see what you have. That's fantastic. That's the first step. Now, what you're going to do typically is send them a sales sheet at that time once you got permission or maybe a, uh, your one minute video, send them a link but you're starting to build that relationship. You're starting to be someone they wanna bring in to their, to their industry. You wanna be that, 
that person they feel comfortable with that they can bring on in and not have a problem and you're not going to embarrass their boss. So, so you send it out, you get a response, you send your sales sheet or your video and guess what? They want to take it further. What do you do? That's when everybody calls me and goes, Steve, what do I do now? They, now you panic. Settle down. Take a deep breath. Go, okay. All right. I've got some interest here. If you've never done this before, find someone that can help you watch our videos. Maybe that's enough. Maybe not. But this is kind of like the big deal. You don't want to blow it. So you respond back. And I would at that time, once you send some material, there's like five questions they're going to ask you. And I can tell you what they are. And the five questions that they're going to ask is, do you have any intellectual property? I love that question. Um, are you aware of any prior art? I love that question too. They might ask, do you have a prototype? Of course. They're going to ask, do you have any pricing, uh, any costs? These are all these questions they're going to ask. And maybe you have some of the answers. Maybe you don't. Most of us don't have those, those um, answers to those type of questions. But don't freak out. It doesn't matter because this conversation kind of just goes you know, you want to slow it down a little bit. So what I tell what I'm going to tell you and what I want you to do is ask them, let's get off LinkedIn. Let's do a Zoom. Let's do a Skype. Let's get to know each other. Oh, the number one thing to get a licensing deal is start to build the relationship. It's really simple to do. You want to get off LinkedIn, do a Zoom, Skype or a telephone call and get to know each other. Wow. It's really about relationships. Now, What's really great about it, be prepared, right? If, if you're going to do a Skype call or a Zoom call, make sure it's quiet. <clears throat> make sure you don't have dogs and kids in the background. Make sure your audio looks good. Maybe, make sure the sound, test it beforehand so everything runs smoothly. And just be prepared for some of the things they're going to ask. But your job is really simple. You're just going to ask questions and you're going to listen because you want to know what do they need to move your project forward to get that licensing deal. Wow, that's really amazing. You slow it down. Hey, I'm here. Hi, this is Stephen Key. Thank you for the call. In fact, let's practice. Hi, thank you for the call. Um, I really appreciate getting together so quickly. I'm really excited to be speaking with you. I love your company. I love the products that you produce. And I think my product's a great fit. Um, so what 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 can we do now? What, what would you like to know to, to move this forward? Now, what's going to come out of their mouth really quick? They might say, Steve, do you have any intellectual property on this? Do you have a patent? Oh, I love when they ask that question. And I would say, well, no, I don't have a patent. I have filed a provisional patent application that I think covers it extremely well. And if you'd like to see it, we can talk about it. I can send it to you. You can take a look at it. No big deal. You file the PPA. You've done a good job. And I'm going to tell you, if you get interest at this point and it's a big company, you might want to look at your provisional patent application again to make sure it's done well. And what do I mean done well? Watch some of the other Zoom or some of the other videos I've done on what does it mean doing a good a, a provisional patent application? Because you have to do it in such a way, not just explaining the invention, but maybe encompassing the innovation. Maybe it's done in such a way that's really a selling tool, which you're not going to get that information from a patent attorney or patent agent. That's why you're watching this channel to make sure you're doing everything right. So they're going to want to see what you have. That's no big deal. 
at this point, now you're probably pretty nervous and you're probably thinking, boy, I need it for them to sign an NDA. I hear this all the time. Steve, what about an NDA? I want them to sign an NDA. At this point, if you've done your homework on that company and you've determined that they work with inventors and they have a good customer service and they're treating you fair, I don't know why you want an NDA. Now, here, here's a disclosure. I'm not a patent attorney. I'm not giving you legal advice. But for me, if I protected myself with a provisional patent application, me personally, I don't need an NDA. I'm not going to ask for one. But if you require one, or if, you, if someone's telling you that you have to have one, ask them to sign theirs. And there's a very good chance they're going to hang up the phone and you won't hear from them back again. But maybe not. Maybe they will sign it. You never know. But it never worries me. Okay. So they're going to want to see my intellectual property. The next thing they're going to ask, hey, do you have a prototype on this? <sighs> sometimes yes and sometimes no. Well, that's a good time. If you don't have a prototype, that might be a great time to build one or have someone build one. But I would ask them, you know, what are you really looking for in terms of proof of concept? What are you looking for in terms of a prototype? because there's many different types of prototypes. There's prototypes that are kind of Frankenstein. You, you take some things together, you put it together, and it looks ugly, but it does work. That's one type. Another type is really something that looks pretty sophisticated. Maybe it works okay, maybe not perfect, but it does. It looks pretty darn, pretty darn great. That's gonna be very, very expensive. So you need to find out what are they really looking for. That will tell you what you need to supply them. I would also, always, if you do have a prototype, make sure they see the video, right? Because a video is going to show how it works. It's going to, it's going to show proof of concept. And when they do ask for that prototype, make sure they get the video. They know how to use it when they get it. They know how to, when they open the box, this is how you use it. Because prototypes do break. All right, I said it. Prototypes don't sell, they break. So you have to be careful when they do ask for one. Also, if they're really expensive, you might want to see if you can go out, maybe travel there now that things have gotten a little bit better. Like I said, I like to do a demo, maybe on Zoom, maybe on Skype. I do a demo, show them to see if they, see if they still have interest. Prototypes are expensive, so you have to be a little bit careful. So let's say they see the prototype, they like it, and they want to go forward. This thing is keep, you're keep on moving forward. You have to realize it's going to take a little bit of time for them to get to their team, it could be a manufacturing guy, sales guy, they might show it to a buyer, who knows what they're going to do. But they need to do their homework. So give them some breathing room. It could take a couple weeks. It could take a month, but give them some room. Now, here's another question everybody asks me. Steve, um, should I just show it to one company? Should I show it to more? And well, Let's say I, I am showing it to more companies. Then they ask me. You always want to be truthful. So when they do ask you if you sent it, if you're showing it, shopping it around to all these other companies, tell them, yes, you are shopping it around. And when they ask who, tell them you're under NDA, that you're not going to disclose it. That's private. That's confidential. They will appreciate that because no one wants you to kiss and tell because they don't want you to be talking about them either. So that's not a problem. Okay. They've got your prototype. Maybe you sent your provisional patent app over there. Don't give them the, the code. Don't give them your, your, your information, your um, application number. Don't do that. Just send them your provisional patent application, your prototype. Now they're looking at it. They're going to come back. They might want costs. 
Now, if you've got a rough estimate of cost, give it to them. No big deal. Um, they're going to have to do it themselves. They always ask for it. I don't know why they ask. They have to do it themselves. So, but it's going to take some time. Now, here it is, you guys. I told you this video was all about how to land that licensing deal. And here it is. It's all about attitude. I said it. They want to be able to build a relationship. They want to be able to bring you in. And if you have a bad attitude or if you're confused or you don't know what to ask for, or you're asking for something up front. If you're doing stuff out of sequence right away, that's a red flag and they're going to walk away from you. And I'll give you an example. If you start asking about royalty rates or minimum guarantees and you've only had one call, that's a red flag. They are going to run from you. If you go out of sequence and start to ask for too much or how is the deal going to be structured or ask them, well, how many products do you sell? And you start doing you start asking questions that are not appropriate. That's a red flag. You don't know what you're doing and they are, will not work with you. They will run from you. So you have to be careful that you're doing everything in the right sequence. So, yes, you are. You're being cool. You're being calm. You give them everything they need. They come back. Now, everybody asks me, when is the negotiation starts? It started the minute you went to their website and you looked at their all their product line and you submitted it to them. You went through LinkedIn. You don't you didn't go through the portal. Your negotiations has started at the very beginning. It started when you came up with the idea. It started when you filed the provisional patent application. And maybe it started when you built the, the prototype. It starts because those are all those things that they need for you to negotiate and leverage to get all the things you need out of a licensing agreement. People think a licensing agreement happens the minute you get the licensing agreement. No, it happens earlier. If your provisional patent application, I'll give you an example. If it's not done well, they have more leverage. If your prototype, if they demand one proof of concept and you can't figure it out, they have leverage. If you don't know what you're doing and you start to ask questions out of sequence, they have leverage. So you're negotiating through the whole process and you don't even have a licensing agreement yet. But let's say you, you're watching this videos and you have someone helping you and this thing is working pretty good and you answer all the questions and you're being calm. You're not bugging them. You're not doing all those crazy things most inventors do. And then they say, look, we're interested. That's when you ask for a licensing agreement. That's when the whole thing starts to, to really happen. And at that point, I'm going to talk a little bit about licensing agreements in another video. God, I've talked so much in this video, I'm losing my voice. So anyway, this is Stephen Key. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching this video. Um, I really enjoy this whole process. I know a lot of you, this is very nerve wracking because I get to talk to a lot of people right when they have some interest. And some of the questions they ask me, it just blows my mind. Um, you're dating. When you're first reaching out to a company, you're, you're, you're like on your first date. And some of the questions people are asking, it's like you're asking for a marriage proposal and you haven't even gone on your first date. So don't make those, those type of, blah, blah, blah. don't make those type of mistakes. Keep on watching me. Oh, Stephen Key here and be ready for the next video because I'm going to talk about licensing agreements. There's a great idea in each of us, but it's truly magical to see it come to life. Sharing your creativity with the world has never been easier.
can help. <laughs>